sustainable business practices uh, and Ebenezer uh, who joins us on the call there is is part of that team who's uh, coordinating a lot of the work to go out there and find those solutions uh, to do what I often talk about in terms of connecting the dots uh, finding those potential organizations companies uh, institutions that uh, uh, that might already have the solution or be on the verge of discovering or developing the solution uh, that we just don't know about and helping us to 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 to, to find out more about it um uh, and you know well, well, Ebenezer will, will will probably tell us more in terms of how that's going and uh where uh, we've uh, got De to Deza, before we go live with Ebenezer everyone you know what it's all like with you know what it's like when you've got got kids and sometimes you have to look after your kids during um during work time where Ebenezer is that in that situation because he's got his beautiful <coughs> daughter uh with with him so she might come into into the conversation as well Ebenezer anything to add to what Denzel just said please uh, nothing to add at all <laughs> Ebenezer normally says a, a lot on our, our behalf. I know he's looking to be uh, very professional. And just for everyone on the on the uh, podcast, I just want to reiterate about uh, Freshpack to really drive this this uh, this uh, point home and also the, the the messaging that we want to give out. Freshpack to find the problem, discover the solution, change the world. The Fresh Produce Impact Hub. Fresh Pact brings together retailers, manufacturers, and agribusinesses operating within food supply chains rooted in developing or emerging economies to identify shared high-priority social and environmental challenges and to work with research partners to accelerate the adoption of the most promising solutions through a process of rapid evaluation, testing, and adoption. And crikey, these two gentlemen, Denzel and Ebenezer, they've done a, a I, I was going to swear, a hell of a lot of work in, in the respect of uh, what they've looked to do to promote Fresh Pack in the UK and overseas. Um, Ebenezer is just back from America, from Chicago, um, where he's been attending, attending various trade fairs. Um, Denzel's been beavering away on this on this project, um, ha, has been for, feels like it, oh, uh, uh, Denzel, a couple of years now, 18 months. We've already done one fact fact-finding tour to, to Ghana, which was hugely um, interesting, hugely stimulating. And we've done a number of these type of broadcasts to further highlight Fresh Packs and, to, and the direction of travel where, where we're look, looking to go. So Simon, just, uh, Desa, just reiterate again, what, what do we want to do from this broadcast today? What are we going to see, please? Yeah, so thanks, Max. We are um, we're, we're, we're on the journey in terms of our call for proposals. So in terms of how we go out and find solutions, um, we are running a call for uh, a call for solutions or a call for proposals, if you like. Um, and the deadline for that is the 1st of December. So um, uh, we're, we're just in the final few weeks, uh, really. Um, and you know, during this stage, you know, as you mentioned, we've been attending trade shows, been connecting with lots and lots of stakeholders all over the world to try and find those solutions. And we know that a lot of the people we've been talking to um, are, are looking for collaborations. Uh, they're looking for um, uh, you know, commercial partners uh, and some are looking for, for help in uh, as well in terms of you know, how they can develop these solutions further. So what we are hosting today uh, with your help, uh, Max, is this uh, showcase webinar bringing together and, and to, well, to present some of the ideas uh, from some of the organizations that we've been uh, talking to uh, and I know they've been putting a lot of work into developing these uh, the, these proposals, so that we can see get a sense of, of some of those um, uh, 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 some of those solutions that are out there. It's about knowledge sharing, but it's also about 
trying to see whether there's a potential uh, to actually link some of these organizations together, whether you know, by sharing information about uh, their ideas, whether there are others that are listening, tuning in now or, or who watch this uh, at a later time who kind of feel, oh, that's interesting. You know, there's something that we might be able to do to help um, or there's 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 something that uh, that we might be able to do in terms of you know taking an interest in this solution and helping to scale it up at a, a later date so it's all part of this journey in terms of connecting dots knowledge sharing uh, and trying to facil facilitate these collaborations that can you know enable us to find the right solutions essentially there's a well done ebenezer anything to add well, it's, it's, it's just uh, to say, um, yes, Simon has put it perfectly, and, and we, we really want to find those solutions. We want to address the challenges, and we look forward to working with everyone. Excellent, Ebenezer. Well, well done. We, we had a little bit of Michaela there. I think we're going to hear a bit more of her a little bit, a little bit later. Uh, so, so Denzel, let, uh, let's just tell everyone again, we're going to go uh, through four videos. They're a bit of a mixture of um, um, pre-recorded uh, PowerPoints and uh, actual videos. Um, uh, who should we, Desert? Tell me who should we have up first? Who, who's uh, who's your video of choice, and then we'll speak to the creators of uh, of that video of that PowerPoint afterwards. Yeah, so um, I think uh, the 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 first one we're going to go to um, is uh, Biodolima. So we've got a presentation from Environmental and uh, Compost, um, and uh, we're we're really pleased that we've got um, Emma and John. Uh, on on the call uh, who are behind that proposal um, who will be able to talk after that you've played the presentation uh, and I'll answer any questions. I say okay so Denzel just uh, on an IT basis can you see my screen? Yep I can see it. And here we go. Opportunity to present we've got a solution on all three of the um, working projects and I want to give you a very short um, slide presentation here to let you know on what our solution and we'd be happy to take questions of. First solution, the mulch, we'd be using a compostable form as opposed to a regular polyethylene form that have been used. It's a bio-based form with a calcium filler. It's certified compostable and home compostable. It's currently being tested for soil biodegradability. It's also got reduced carbon emissions and uses a lot less energy in manufacturing. So a much more safe alternative to polyethylene product that can be composted at the end of its life. This project will be environmental. We'll be heading up the project with um, 15 years of sales and distribution in environmentally friendly products. Um, Gaia Biomaterials, which has already been approved for similar projects in the past and composted is the distributor in South Africa of the Biodolima product. Also going to be working very closely with the CSIR, Center for Science, Innovation and Research. And we've identified a couple of other products. We'll be working together with the Blue Sky Piloting Project in Ghana. But in future, we're going to be needing a manufacturing partner in Ghana process would be as follows, is that the material would be adjusted to achieve the desired strength, durability, and for that particular crop. We would build in the UV, the color monster batch, enzymes, and there's even possibility of getting the fertilizers built into the material. Then we would manufacture pilot studies, which would be held in South Africa to test the 
their own product, tested for durability and sensitivity, etc. The manufacturing would then take place in Ghana, and we would also be ensuring that factory recycling takes place to ensure that the product is resource efficient and sales and distribution would then be the next phase handled by Environmore. The solution that we have on offer is the protective gear, also using biodolomite, replacing polyethylene conventional protective films. So um, it's also biodolomite, it's based with a calcium filler, it is certified as home compostable, and it's already in production. So it would be a matter of just adapting it for local conditions, and it can be composted at the end of its lifetime. Partners that are producing for this um, project would be Environmental again, heading up the project, the sales and distribution, Gaia Biomaterials, for innovators and manufacturers of the biodonomer for this particular product, and Composted, which is the local distributor in South Africa. The CSR would be involved to assist us in microbial control. And Gaia is a converter and manufacturer of the protective gear for the initial trials, which we'd be um, working with Blue Sky as a pilot project. In future, we're going to be needing partners for manufacturing in Ghana, and very importantly, someone in Ghana who can be assisting with composting so that there is a complete closed circular loop in this. And that is something that we can assist with regarding training if need to be. Process would be very similar as with the previous project. The material would be need to be adjusted to achieve the design strength and durability of protection, particularly for local conditions. Um, producing a pilot study we would do here in South Africa to do the initial tests with local partners, but then the piloting would be done in Ghana under local field conditions. The manufacturing ideally would be taking place in Ghana and a factory also to recycle locally to ensure efficiency and to do the composting. Third solution that we have on offer is to replace polyethylene trays and other single-use plastics with a compostable option using biodolomer as in the previous um, options. It is certified OK compost for home. It's also certified food safe, and it's definitely a more sustainable alternative to polyethylene. And in many cases, it's been shown to extend the shelf life of the fruit. As in this project, a similar environment would be the project head, heading up sales and distribution, Gaia Biomaterials, who are the innovators and the manufacturers of Biodolomer, would also be giving us guidance and assistance with it. Composted is the local distributor for Biodolomer in South Africa. And we'd be working with Provar, who do our lab testing for the end of life and the shelf lives, et cetera, on the products. Zebra containers are a local converter and manufacturer of food packaging trials, which would be done for the local trial. And then the pilot will roll out again with Blue Sky in Ghana. But we would be looking for future partners to do the manufacturing in Ghana 
and also composting so that any leftover can be composted and we can get a full circular economy. Uh, Emma and I look forward to any questions you may have. Well, could we have, as I'll just go through the tech, could we have John and Emma in, please? Hi, Emma. Hi, John. You It doesn't, but you, you were fantastic the, the, the way that you, you, you portrayed, portrayed it. Um, and you. You, could, you could just tell the passion that you've got for it. Em, Emma, are you as excited about this as John? <laughs> yes, of course I am. Um, in fact, um, we are running a very similar project um, with SMIP funding already. And I know what um, is available for us and how much you can do with this kind of funding and how you really can develop new products that can go onto the market. So I'm very excited. Yeah. And so, so Emma, you will have seen, um, I just got asked this as a direct question. You have probably seen other not dissimilar things. Why, why do you think what, what John is presenting is, is, is different? Is, is it the magic? Is it the magic here? Is it the magic dust we're looking for, Emma? <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, I've been working with Gaia Biomaterial for many years. Uh, we are the distributor here and we work with them in developing new products. And uh, because we have a solution for all three of your calls, we think that we have a solution that that can, um, you know, offer a fresh pack and, um, you know, holistic solution. We have, we're working with a, a material, the same material for all three products. We're working with a, a small company in Sweden that are passionate about developing these kind of products. Because it's a small company, um, they're also available for us to develop new products, to ask yeah. questions and to work closely with their, their customers. So I think it's a, it's an excellent company to work with. And um, I think we have a really good product. Excellent. Well done. John, with what you, you've created at the moment, <clears throat> just, just out of curiosity, have, have you found that you're, you're working on very much on a solo basis? Or have you found that there's a community of like-minded people, whether it be in South Africa or, or globally, that are all looking to uh, create the success that we all want to see? What do you think, John? Thanks. Definitely a community. Um, I've just come back from a panel discussion at the CSRR, and I see Dr. Meyer say she she was actually part of it, and um, Dr. Vincent Oi, oh, I struggle to pronounce his surname, I hope I've got it right. Um, the most amazing thing that we found was that everybody has got the same um, end goal in mind, and Everybody is looking to reduce plastics, um, looking to a circular economy. It's it's and everybody's working towards the same end goal. It's 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 really really great to see. Okay, and that's why I think there's the the the, the beauty of the lights of Fresh Pack because it's it's just assisting to, to hone in into the solution. I've I've just come back from the IFPA International Fresh Produce Association Global Produce and Floral Show and seen some of the sustainability awards that have been awarded to the likes of innovative packaging. It, it looks like it's it's all pointed in in the in the right direction, <clears throat> but there also does seem to be a bit of confusion. There seems to be lots of um, differing um, offers offerings out there. But if there's one thing I've learned over the last two three years, it's about collaborations. And, and John, hence the hence the question to you that the more that we can collaborate. Um, the more that we can be, I don't know if it's the right wording, but open sourced about this, the more that we can uh, get to the solution that we all want to. Um, Emma, am I correct? 
Yeah, I um, mean, John and I actually also worked for many years together in South Africa uh, on the South African market, and we created, uh, we realized quite early that we needed collaboration, and we then created something called the Compostable Plastics Association that represent um, the industry dealing with government, NGOs, policies, uh, and, and through that, we have really realized that we we need to work together and um, to find solutions. We also work with composters. We work in, you know, trying to find solutions that work on a local basis. And I think that's that's what we're going to try to do in Ghana. And, and, and we have learned a lot from the process that we've gone through over the years in South Africa. Excellent. And, and John, it's a bit of a jingoistic question, but I think it's re very relevant for what you're doing with your with your business and with Emma. What's a success look like for you and your colleagues three years, five years out, please? So I missed the last portion. What's the success that you would like to see for what you're looking to do, for what you're looking to create three years, five years out? Well, that's the main thing that I'm finding is that there's a real growth and more demand for our products. And the real, real, real end goal that we're looking to create from our side is as much as possible to get a, a circular economy where we've got a complete closed loop situation. Um, very important um, that's on top of my agenda is to avoid greenwashing because you'll see yeah. this it's you know greenwashing is so everybody puts a little green circle with an arrow on it and says my product's the best thing on the market and that's the one thing that emma and i are working very hard towards avoiding and and um, getting away from so that's really the way i see it going well well done and i, and I think we're we're going to see more societal change. The, the consumer globally is demanding more of your um, co collective products. The more uh, the, mm. the, 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 the the companies, the retailers, the, whoever's selling the product is, is going to need to, to change. And yes, and that greenwashing is is a is a whole debate in itself. But it's great that we've got ethical businesses such such as um, such as yourself. Denzel, would you like, like to just come come in before we swap over to, to the next uh, video? So, so Emma, just um, same question to yourself. What success would you like to see from what John is looking to create, please? No, I think he, he, he phrased it very well. Um, for us, it's really important to find the right product for the right material and the right material for the right product, and then to find solutions that not just producing the material and the product, but also that we find solutions where, for the end of life. Um, as I said, we're working very much with legislation, with policymakers, all the way to the, the composters to make sure that our products are collected and they're actually composted. And I think that is the end solution for us. Well done. Denzel, it feels a bit like, um, if, if I could draw the analogy within the, the, the motor industry, that when electric cars started coming along, everyone was uh, was very skeptical about it. But why would we adopt, adopt that? And now look where we are with the electric car uh, sector, but we won't talk about the infrastructure of electric cars globally. That's, a, that's another conversation. But the more that we can uh, look to endorse the likes of Fresh Pact and what John and, and Emma are looking to do, the more success we can create in the success in the sector, especially with, uh, with Fresh Pact, Denzel? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could say to to one extent, you know, we're looking for the the, the Tesla of the plastic world. Um, you know, the the, the next big Brilliant. thing that's 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 going to um, be as widely adopted, and uh, yeah, that, that's what we want. We 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 we, we want to, to to find something that's transformative, um, and you know, it's great to see some of the the, the ideas and solutions that are coming through. Uh, and you know, uh, and, and and very grateful to 
to, to, to everyone who's, who's taking part in this uh, showcase webinar uh, today. Um, of course, you know, there, there are uh, others as well who, you know, who, who are still in the kind of development stage and not, not quite ready to, 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 to present to the world their solutions quite um, yet. But certainly, you know, what we are aiming to do, and this is, this is all part of what we're doing, it's about knowledge sharing. Um, uh, and, and, you know, it, 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 uh, I keep saying, uh, 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 I'll say it again, connecting those dots, scouring the world, leaving no stone unturned uh, and you know, uh, sharing as much of that knowledge as possible so that we can, you know, we, we can all collectively do the right thing. Excellent. There's a well, well done. I'm just going to line you up. Um, uh, Denzel's help me with the next video. So, so Emma, John, you've been described as potentially the the, uh, the next Teslas uh, for for the uh, for the for the plastic sector. Uh, one of you two's got to nominate yourself as Elon. But there's a there's, I, don't, I don't know whether that would be a a, a, a point. You know, where I'm going with that one. Uh, so um, Emma, uh, John, if you could turn off your videos, it'd be great to bring you in at the at the Q and A at the at the end. But thank you very much for that. That's hugely um, informative. Uh, Denzel, just tell us about the next video we're going to run, please. So the the next showcase is from an organisation called uh, Kelpie, um, and well, I won't I won't tell you any more uh, because it's all it's all in the presentation. Okay, and just bear with me whilst I find it. I always said that it's such a pleasure dealing with IT. Here we go. Oh, Denzel, can you see my screen? I can see it. Yeah. Fantastic. Here we go. Right now, about 8% of the world's oil is used to make plastic. Within 30 years, new plastics will consume 20% of all oil production. And right now, more than 99% of plastics are produced from chemicals derived from oil, natural gas, and even coal. Kelpie is setting out to change that. My name is Neil Morris. I'm the founder and chief executive of Kelpie, based in the west of England, pioneering smart materials to once and for all change the world of plastic packaging. We've devised here in the laboratory unique bioplastic materials which we intend to use to replace fossil fuel plastic packaging. We've already developed advanced prototypes. We've tested them as coatings for paper, cardboard and other substrates. And key to our mission is ensuring that all our materials are compostable, recyclable in paper or card recycling and marine safe at the end of life. We believe we can bring to an end the horrors of marine plastic pollution. But most of all, we created a material that's able to match and in some cases even exceed fossil fuel plastic performance. We're a team of brilliant world-class scientists led by our CTO, Professor Chris Chuck, matched with entrepreneurial business people who are able to bring the kind of client service that you would expect of a materials innovation supplier. We start our journey with seaweed. It's a miracle crop. It soaks up carbon dioxide as it grows. It deacidifies the ocean. It doesn't require fresh water, nor fertilizer, nor land, of course. But it's a renewable feedstock, one that can grow as our ambition grows. And we can create from it a material that is fully compostable in home or industrial compost environments and marine safe. So Kelpie then takes the carbohydrates from that seaweed and creates brand new biopolymers 
We use what we call novel chemical functionalization. We use chemistry to reflect how nature builds in bonds so that we can build water barriers and oxygen barriers. We program our materials with active functionality to address the specific requirements of some of our clients. We combine those biopolymers that we create to layer oxygen barrier onto grease barrier, water and water vapor barrier onto acid resistance barrier to create truly wonderful materials for food and drink packaging, cosmetics, personal care and other goods. And from these, we build high performance smart materials, layered uh, biopolymer composites that uh, we include other materials in like cellulosic materials in order to increase rigidity or dial up and down on certain functionalities. And all our materials are designed to be compatible with current production infrastructure so that we can rapidly scale up to meet demand. Here you see the kind of barrier performances we're able to achieve. The ABA films in green here reflect our composites, which in terms of oxygen permeability have a lower permeability, far lower than LDPE and lower even than PET. So those composite materials then with their excellent barrier properties have been designed to work effectively in food packaging environments. They'll deliver high and low temperature operating range capabilities. They're heat sealable and, of course, a low carbon end to end throughout the process. Right now, we're prototyping those thin coating solutions applied to paper, paperboard, carton board, card, uh, molded fibre trays and others, all ideal for use in the food and drink industry and in others like cosmetics. From early next year, we'll be seeking the regulatory approval that we need to use these materials in food packaging worldwide. And in parallel to that regulatory approval, we'll be piloting at scale production runs with third party manufacturers. So that from early 2024, we should be able to roll out full scale commercial trials and scale our production capability in partnership with a, a global packaging giant with which we're already under contract. So in summary, then, we've got a unique material with an excellent long-term water barrier. And yet, when it finds itself at sea, it biodegrades naturally. It's truly compostable. It's recyclable in paper and card recycling. But this multi-layer composite material has been developed to have an oxygen barrier that's better than that of LDPE, comparable even to PET, and can be used on standard industrial machinery. Thank you for your time today. I'm sorry I can't be there with you, but I'd love to take any questions that you can file and look forward to speaking to you in the future. Wow. Denzel, come, come back in. Um, just I just want to say I love the format of these uh, presentations that we're, we're having uh, come in. I'm just going to refer back to my recent trip to um, Orlando, um, to the International Fresh Produce Association Global Produce Show. Uh, I did an interview there with um, one of the best marketing companies I know within fresh produce. Uh, all of their products uh, is very well branded in, in plastic. Um, and then off camera, we were talking about the issues about, uh, about plastic and plastic recycling, and they got such a frustration. And one of the main frustrations they, they've got, Denzel, is that so the film that goes on uh, top of the of the plastic carton um, has a glue on it. The film could be recycled, the plastic carton could be recycled, but the glue cannot be re recycled, um, and and that's causing them the biggest problem. And then we've got this. We've we've got um, Kelpie who. who who basically turned it on its head and come up with a completely different solution that actually might be better than plastic, Denzel. 
Yeah, no, I mean, it's a very, it, it's, a, it's an interesting uh, uh, proposal. I've got to be careful. I've got to m maintain a sort of a, a, a objective, uh, new, neutral position. But, you know, I, I think it, it, it's, it's certainly um, something that, that, that would be interesting to, to, to investigate. It's a kind of hot topic of the day, actually. I think there's a, there's a, there's a seaweed-based solution, which is a finalist in the Earthshot Prize, as kind of the Prince William's um, kind of environmental uh, competition. So, um, yeah, I mean, whether this can um, you know meet the criteria that we're looking for in fresh pet, um, I think it would be interesting to sort of find out find out more. And uh, we're, we're looking forward to, to to receiving the the proposal that uh, is being put together. And um, uh, yeah, uh, 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 and, and, and I know Neil apologises he, he couldn't be here, but if anyone does have questions, then no, he's happy to to to, to receive those. And uh, no problem. Um, uh, yeah. fascinating, isn't it? There's, there's so much seaweed um, in in the world within agriculture. There's uh, a number of uh, companies that uh, use uh, seaweed as an organic fertilizer, and it's just ne never never ending. There's so much um, uh, seaweed out mm. there. So for it to be repurposed. Um, for this, I, I think is is I, I know you have to take that neutral stance. I'm just going to be completely biased towards everyone because I think uh, they're, they're all fantastic solutions. Also, I think what's going to be really interesting, and I'm sure everyone that's on today and everyone listening has considered this, that there's so many, uh, there's a select number of other businesses who are producing really interesting coatings for fresh produce um, that are um, non-organic um, uh, coatings that further extend the shelf life of, of the product. So in combination with the correct packaging, uh, with those coatings, if, if you if you if you uh, come to me or look at any of our beanstalk um, interviews that we did from the IFPA, you'll see some of those companies that that we interviewed. So Denzel, there's a really interesting combination there that for the consumer, for the retailer, there might be a, a, a double whammy here that uh, we've got this fantastic um, compostable uh, 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 packaging as well as innovative new technology that's extending the life of the product. So you think of food waste alone there's one and a half million bananas are thrown away every every day in the in, in the uk as a, as a crazy example and if you extrapolate that across all, all fresh produce so with the solutions that fresh packs are coming up with and other technology it could be could, desert could be a very interesting time ahead yeah no absolutely i think there's a lot of exciting ideas uh, out there and uh, I, I think um the, the, that's part of the challenge it's you know, how do you sort of navigate navigate through all of these ideas and sort of uh, distinguish between those which you know, genuinely could solve the problem uh, mm. and those which are, of course, you know, as, as, as uh, Emma and John were talking about, sort of a, a more towards greenwash. Uh, and and you know, because this is not obviously you know, sustainability and, uh, and you know, in, environmental credentials are so, are so important that you have more and more of these companies offering to kind of you know, uh, solve all the problems. Uh, but you know that there that there are other unintended consequences uh, that you need to pay careful attention to, which is, which is which is you know why what we're trying to do through uh, through SMEP um, uh, and through through Fresh Pact, why, why why together you know with, with those that are putting forward proposals, we're ensuring that we're 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 making sure that it's not just the plastics pollution mitigation, uh, but also looking at things like you know what what is the carbon footprint, what is the impact on biodiversity, what is the impact on 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 waste, are there any issues around uh, human rights um yeah. you know social implications that we need to look at uh, when we're looking for, for for those solutions um but yeah and to go back to your question 
it is exciting uh, and uh, uh, but but uh, uh, that that, in, that that also makes it more difficult well, well done. And just uh, top, top and telling Kelpie, what what I I like is also is that they've got um, the the intellectual horsepower and respect of the the, the scientific in, individuals within their business, and they've also got the business acumen um, as as well. Because there's a number of um, startup businesses that never quite get there because they don't have the commercial ability, or you've got the commercial guys that don't have the the scientific ability. And it, it looks by the by the presentation that we just had that they got that mixture of both. So so fingers crossed. Let's see what some happen, happens with them good with the with, with with themselves in the future. Talk to us about uh, uh, presentation three, please, Denzel. So yeah, now we're going back to South Africa, um, and we are um, hearing a presentation from uh, CSIR. Um, and then uh, I think afterwards we're going to uh, speak to um, uh, Dr. Meyer, who's 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 uh, joined. Um, yes, we got we got to, Dr. Meyer today. I can't can't wait to hear from uh, from Dr. Meyer. So here we go. Oh, I'm just going to get rid of, rid of that. Not not rid of you, Kelpie, uh, but just move you aside. Yes, can you see my screen, Denzel? Uh, currently, I can just see your folders. Uh... Okay, right, Denzel, just fill for me as I as I as I wax lyrical around uh, my desktop. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, no worries at all. So it, was, it was always good to have a sort of technical challenge yeah. thrown in, keep us all on our toes. Yeah, I can see it now. Fantastic. Here we go. And the council. For scientific and industrial research south africa we are developing different biodegradable polymers for various applications including mulching in agricultural sector my name is vincent ojijo and i'm the research group leader for the advanced polymer composite group at the csir now we are based in south africa in five different locations including in pretoria johannesburg durban cape town and stellan and we have about 2140 staff members out of which 1,512 asset base, with about 314 of those having PhDs. And our mission is collaboratively innovating and localizing technologies while providing knowledge solutions for inclusive and sustainable advancement of industry and society. The current biodegradable mulch film project that we are running is funded by the UK government or in Commonwealth and Development Office through the Sustainable Manufacturing and Environmental Pollution Program. And the title for the project is Biodegradable Mars Films with Customized Biodegradation Rates in Natural Soil Conditions in Sub-Saharan Countries. And in this, we partnered with the Lizardi University in Nigeria to execute the project. So what problem are we trying to solve? We know that there is an uptake of conventional plastic mulches due to the benefits that one derives from them, including increased crop yield, enhanced early maturity, retention of water, modification of soil, microclimate, control of weeds, decreased use of pesticides, and prevention of soil erosion. However, we know that these materials are non-biodegradable, which means that at the end of the crop growing season, they have to be taken out of the field and disposed of at cost. And typically these are not recycled. And this is primarily due to contamination from soil and plant debris. And if left in the field for long, they tend to disintegrate into microplastics, which are washed off or accumulate in soil, leading to ecological problems. As a solution, 
The project aims to develop bespoke, fully biodegradable mulch films that synchronizes climate-specific rates of film biodegradation to crop life cycle through unique modifications of biopolymers with locally sourced or beneficiated natural polymers such as starch, cellulose, and lignin. Now, these PDMs are going to have the same benefits as the conventional plastic mulches, but unlike the conventional plastic mulches, they will be fully biodegradable into carbon dioxide, water, and biomass. And due to this full biodegradability in soil, it means that the BDMs can be plowed back into the soil at the end of crop growing season, and therefore minimizing cost of disposal. And at the end of life option of full biodegradation also solves the microplastic pollution problem that is normally encountered in the conventional plastic mulches and the uniqueness with the BDMs that are being developed at the CSR is that we are trying to customize the service life of these mulches because we know that different crops have different life cycles and therefore there has to be a customized solution for each and every crop type. We are currently in phase two of the project, which is the actual research and development of the BDMs. The previous phase, which is phase one, we had initial round of stakeholder engagement, where we tried to understand the user requirements for the BDMs. This informed the current pathways that we are taking in the development. The next financial year, which starts from April 2023, we will be running field trials in Nigeria. And now we propose to enjoy Ghana in these field trials. What we intend to do is to comparatively do agronomical evaluation tests for the BDMs that are developed at the CSR in comparison to commercially available BDMs. I thank you for listening. Da, 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 da. Dr. Meyer, could you come in, please? Oh, I've lost my lead. I, I, everyone, I, I love the fact that there's a real bias towards a positive bias towards um, uh, Ghana in a number of these these, these present presentations. Uh, if, if you haven't been to Ghana, Ghana, I was trying to explain to one of the Blue Skies team earlier that uh, has, has recently joined who hasn't been to Ghana yet that that uh, Ghana is amazing, chaotic. Um, and, and full of people and it's full of smiles and it's full of happiness and it's just just an amazing place so if you ever get the chance to go to to Ghana you must go Do, Dr Maya have you been to Ghana uh, no I've not been to Ghana okay what what are you doing this weekend I, I will pick you up and we will go to Ghana oh that's 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 a good idea yeah no problem could you tell us a little bit more about CSIR please um, CSAI is the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research, and it's one of the premier research organizations in Africa. Yeah. And it is you know, comprising of several research divisions. Uh, so in our division, uh, we are part of the Center for Nanostructures and Advanced Materials, and that's actually divided into seven research groups. Right. And we are part of the Advanced Polymer Composites Research Group. And our research focus is mainly on developing uh, materials from renewable resources and biopolymers. Uh, we actually have three focus areas, as in like we work on valorization of waste, you know, where we use agricultural waste residues or industrial waste residues to develop uh, further products. Uh, then we also 
developed bio-based materials. So these can be natural fiber composites or biopolymer blends, so as to replace uh, the conventional plastic products. And then we also do the end of life studies. So here we look at recycling uh, projects and also uh, we do the biodegradation testing of uh, biodegradable and bio-based materials. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, as we all know, and just because something is biodegradable, it doesn't mean that it's going to disappear now and soon. Mm -hmm. You have to establish the conditions and timeframes of biodegradation. Yeah, and and the and the work that there's, there's such valuable work that you and your colleagues are doing within Africa is so important. For for those who haven't travelled through Africa, I'm sure my, my stat is still the same that the ten fastest growing cities in the world are all in Africa because this is just on, this ongoing um, urbanisation this move into into the cities, and the cities aren't uh, catered for. And Dr. Meyer, feel free to correct. Feel free to correct me. Are not catered for um, re recycling, perhaps as 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 well as we are within the likes of the UK or or, or America. And, and my travels, the, the the amount of plastic that you see is is just amazing to the point of being appalling. So if we can create this, as we were saying earlier in the presentations, the societal change that instead of plastic being offered out for whatever ever purpose, if there is a, a product that might be coming through the Fresh Fresh Packed Initiative, might be through from uh, Dr. Maya and her, her colleagues, and those consumers, whether they be in Africa, UK, Europe, um, America, usually knows and they're bio biodegradable, we won't be leaving this legacy that, that we currently are at the moment. And hence why it's so important that we have the likes of uh, Dr. Maya on. So, so Dr. Maya, are, are you, uh, do, do you think we can, whether it be through yourself or, or with the other partners that we've got on, or whether it be through Freshpack, do, do you think we can find the solution that we're all looking for? Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, you see, the idea is we need to choose the right product. You know, we are not going, we are not going around saying that we need to change all products from fossil fuel to biopolymers. Uh, that's not going to make sense. We need to choose the right product. And what are these products? If you can recycle a product, please, please go ahead and do it. Uh, that's the first choice. But there are products that cannot be recycled because it's either contaminated with uh, contaminated with soil, like mulch, or it's contaminated with food, like a packaging carton, or it's contaminated with uh, biomedical waste. So all these uh, products, uh, you know, they are suitable uh, for being replaced with compostable plastics. So yes, uh, we, we can certainly find a solution. And, and so do you think it's going to be more of a blended approach? So, so there, there won't be, so it won't be uh, New Year's Eve 2023 and we stop using plastic and there's, there's uh, we start using another product. product. Will there, there be an ongoing blended approach whilst the technology comes through from, from the likes of your colleagues and the other people we're talking to? So do you think there will be that blended approach where, where we look to solve this problem? Yes, absolutely. Plastics will be used, fossil fuel, conventional plastics will be used for a variety of products. But for certain niche products, we can switch to uh, biopolymers and compostable plastics. Excellent. And, and I've, I've just had a question from WhatsApp that uh, I was actually going to say for the, for the Q&A, but it'd be interesting to hear your view. Do you get support from large um, international international multinationals as to the work that you're doing? Or, or, or you and your colleagues are a bit of a lone voice. Do those companies, do they look to collaborate or do they push you away? Uh, well, we are working with, uh, you know, uh, manufacturers, you know, manufacturers who produce these biopolymers who are interested in us producing different kinds of products with these biopolymers. And then they're also interested in looking at the market, especially the African market, to see how, how well the consumers, uh, you know, will be able, how receptive they are to these kind of products. 
you know, well done. And and are you positive about the future? All of this work that everyone is is doing, you, your colleagues, Freshback, the other people that we got on, are are you positive that we can find a solution? Yes, yes, absolutely. I'm sure we can find a solution. This is something that I, you know, uh, tell my students as well. You know, you know, we are, I think, at the right time. Uh, all of this uh, buzzwords, sustainability, um, uh, biopolymers, uh, uh, plant-friendly, all of these, um, we are at the right time. And I tell my students this, you know, sustainability now can no longer be a choice. It needs to be a conscious decision that one takes at every stage of our lives. Yeah, well, well said. And uh, we were talking about it earlier in my office that uh, there's that, that that generation under under 25 um, that they're now if they're going to go work for a company, they want to make sure that company is um, uh, hitting the sustainability goals that they as an individual want. And it goes goes back to um, what uh, John was saying uh, um, earlier, that we can't have that greenwashing. I think any of those companies that are uh, deploying greenwashing as part of their marketing strategy will be very quickly found out. Whilst in the meantime, with the likes of the work that you're doing with your, with your colleagues, uh, we, we can create this, this, uh, this situation, uh, the solution. Denzel, are you going to come back, back in, please? So that's uh, so again. That's uh, the third presentation that that we've had in uh, Denzel. I know you've got to be neutral, but what, what were your thoughts, please? Yeah. No. Uh, again, really interesting, and I think the potential for some collaborations that that there certainly seems to be, uh, which is you know what 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 we're looking out for. And uh, um, I, 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 I'm I'm just uh, um, you know, uh, 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 happy to see that there's a, a range of uh, uh, options for the the, the various uh, challenge uh, challenges that 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 we've 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 set and within that uh, opportunity for some of those to be working together uh, which is which is fantastic you know, we started this thinking or oh, maybe we won't get any solutions um and uh, you know we'll put out our challenges and we'll be we'll be looking we'll be looking at nothing uh, and actually as we as we get closer to to the deadline um there's some really interesting uh, uh, uh opportunities out there so you know very much looking for for to you know, the next phase the next part which is to obviously to having received all these different uh, proposals to 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 really closely evaluate them and then develop them into uh, in, into some really um comprehensive uh, plans so that we can properly test these um to see you know whether they can be sort of scaled up uh, and widely adopted what what Ebenezer do you want to just come come back in and again all credit to Ebenezer Denzel um, in, in the respect of uh, setting up uh, the, the Fresh Practice Initiative and also to Blue Skies. Uh, uh, Blue, Blue Skies is such an amazing business and there's no other fresh sector business who's gone to this 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 to create this difference within the, within the sector they're the real leaders rather than uh, than, than than followers in the, in the changes that they're looking to make um ebenezer what what have been your initial takeaways from the from the first three presentations we've had please yeah thanks so much max yeah it's, it's, it's been uh, fantastic to hear the presentations to listen to um the presenters to listen to the solutions um i think obviously uh as, as simon said earlier it's um uh what we're doing here mainly is around knowledge sharing um, and, and, and it's great to see what other people are doing to um, obviously address the same problem that we're trying to address. And it's good to see how uh, through Fresh Pact, we're creating this linkages um, and really trying to address this uh, problem around plastics through a concerted effort. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's great to see because uh, very often when we talk about sustainability issues um, and you're very passionate about it, and you're talking about it. A lot of the um, arguments that 
get uh, sort of fed back are, well, we always talk about sustainability, but no one does anything about it. Um, and I think with, 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 with what we can see in fresh practice that, uh, you know, we are doing something about it. And it's about bringing all of those uh, solutions together, uh, working collaboratively to address uh, a very complex problem. Well done. And, and Ebenezer has been so good with uh, Michaela, his, his daughter, who's just drifted off. But this is why we're doing it for that generation, because we, we won't be on this earth for, for, it's for, for every day. It's for that generation, the next generation, that we've got to create this solution. Uh, so, Denzel, shall we move on to the next video? And would you like to introduce us? Yeah, so next up, um, we've got a presentation from uh, Graydon Lloyd. And uh, yeah, I'm very happy that we've got Robert Bell also on the call, who will uh, hopefully uh, be able to answer some questions afterwards. Fantastic. OK, let's uh, see if we can do this. Dental, can you see my screen? Mm, not yet. I can see your, your, your folder again. Right, OK, if you could just fill for me as I work out the tech that would be great yeah whatever you did last time it, it worked <laughs> so, I know, that's what i'm trying to do denzel tell us about ghana why do you love ghana oh ghana it's yeah it, it's 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 the country it, it's my second home uh, it's it's a wonderful place and uh spent many many years there and uh, met my wife there as well and uh um it, it, it's it, it it's a place that I, I missed dearly during the pandemic because i couldn't travel out but uh um, yeah, it's a wonderful place, wonderful people, you know, incredible uh, 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 sort of vibe when you're there and you can sort of feel the um, the, the, the enterprising spirit that, that, that's, a, 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 that, that's among uh, people within that country. And uh, obviously the, the place where Blue Skies started um, and uh, uh, you've got three factories there uh, employing three and a half thousand people at its peak. And uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a wonderful place to be. It's, it's where the magic happens. It's where the magic happens. Talking of magic, can you see my screen? No, sorry, Max. You can just still see your 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 folder. Um, right, you're going to have to fill for a little bit longer. Bear with me, everyone. Um, <laughs> can I just make a suggestion, Rob? Robert, if I have a problem with this, um, which might be a problem, my end might have to get you, Robert, to do it at at, uh, at your end, if that's okay. Yeah, so, sure. So, I'll 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 look it up now and then have it ready. Uh, yeah. That's what I like about working with professionals like Robert. Because they're 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 just used to the the anarchy that I that I, I create. So, <laughs> so so everyone, I'm I'm running around here um, at the at the back back end of my screen, trying trying to find things to uh, to to fig figure out. And it's oops, no, I clicked the wrong one now. Da, 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 da. So I would order just fill all oh, there. Here we go. Get rid of you. No, that's not going to work. Yeah, I think Robert, we're going to have to deploy you. I'm afraid. Well, okay. I I, I let me just get the one without the voiceover and I've just found it. So um, can I share the screen and then? Yeah, see. just bear with me. Share. Da, 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 da. Now I've gone and gone and locked myself. Hold on. So Robert, just tell us about your, your relationship with them, with, uh, with, with Fresh Pack, please. Once I figure this out. Yeah. I mean, do you want me to just yeah, uh, share it, the screen is the point? Uh, yes, yes. Robert, I'm just I'm just in the back end, just trying to sort everything out. So I just need you to fill for, for a little yeah, bit. Okay, okay, fine. Uh, well, uh, my name's Rob Bell, and I'm one of a, a group of people who've been extremely interested in this fresh-packed challenge. 
Um, let me make it uh, very clear that I'm humble in this throng because there's a lot of scientists who know a lot more about the detail than I do. But the key point uh, that we're bringing to the table is that uh, uh, my background is in supply chains and uh, on that basis in the last uh, couple of years. Robert, Robert, sorry, can you just turn your video on? Yeah, just a second. Thank you. And, and, and Denzel, if you want to uh, drop out and we'll, we'll run with Robert because he's, he's going to do a fantastic job for us. Thank you. Where are Sorry you? about that, everyone. It's, as I said in, the, in our green room, we also have a, a technical um, issue when we're doing um, presentations. Here's Robert. Fantastic. Hi. Thank you, Robert. Carry on. All right. So, so let me just understand one thing. Do you want me to put the uh, presentation yes, and get going? Yep. Yep. That'd be great. Right. Let's do that. So um, let's and, uh, and and Robert, I take it you're not like our, our our brilliant John Fox that you're not in Cape Town today. Uh, no, I'll, I'll explain that as well. Excellent. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm actually in Cottingham, which is a place in East Yorkshire, a village. Um, I've spent most of my professional life all over the place um, and came back to my hometown of Hull uh, a few years ago. So that's where I am today. So uh, everybody else was extremely disciplined on five minutes. So I'll do my very best. And the opening comment has to be uh, my humility amongst a lot of people who know the science far better than I, and I'm not going to attempt to hide that. So let's get started. Um, clearly, we've looked at the challenges. We've looked at the three challenges, and I'll explain why as we go. Uh, Graydon Lloyd is no more than uh, um, a catalyst, if you like, of a number of specialists, individuals like myself, but also scientists and the rest of it. And what we've done is we've put together a consortium which starts and is focused upon the user case coming out of the companies to the left. That's Equans. And Equance came out of the company Angie, which is a French company, and Equance is into facilities management. Why did we focus with them? Because they use workwear in huge quantities. And Bouygues, which is a French company that bought out of uh, Equance out of Angie, is uh, very prominent across Africa. Um, and again, uses workwear in huge volumes. Now back to Equance. They also have a lot of presence in food service, which means that many of the uh, elements of apparel that are required are the ones that we can focus and uh, have a look at. Up um, uh, on the top left, uh, there are a number of uh, elements to our partnerships that have been detailed on everybody else's presentations, but I haven't detailed them uh, here. So, for example, in Ghana, we have an agreement now with Alfie Design, and they, they actually make apparel in Ghana, and it's very important, we felt, to get a manufacturing unit on the ground. And the other reason why we're interested in them is they're small, and they give us an ability to lab test some of the things we're trying to do. So um, I'll move on and say that the challenge, as far as we're seeing it, um, needs to be developed around what are we discovering? So we've been in a lot of dialogue about the three challenges and specifically with Equance. What do they have? What are they using? And what kind of volumes? The volumes are big. And then out of that, we want to define with a proof of concept um, alternatives. And that does bring us into the science. It does bring us into um, composite materials. I, I use composite materials because 
done quite a lot of work in metals uh, over at uh, Sheffield with the advanced manufacturing uh, unit. And I also work a lot with next generation manufacturing in Canada, both of whom we've talked to, the, to about uh, materials, not using the same vocabulary as we've heard so far. So the idea is that we go out and get the user case. So it's, it's almost um, the exact opposite of the others. Uh, what we're doing is we're starting with um, uh, an existing uh, huge buyer and looking at how they can not greenwash. I'm pleased that everybody's mentioned that. And Equan's briefed within this is we do not want to um, greenwash our clients. We want to move to sustainable products in all that we do. And so what we are doing is looking to do pretty much what others have said so far. Um, I didn't put all the science in because the university that we are working with, the research unit, um, there are two and we haven't finalized uh, the one that's going, I'm afraid. But uh, we will have a university research department with us. Um, I've run a lot of this by UCC in Ghana. Um, the reason I've been in Ghana, which is worth mentioning at this point, is that um, we've been working with a project which is on LinkedIn called Project Kenton, which I've been the lead on. And it's all about post-harvest losses in Ghana and across Africa. And so we're working with UCC, that's the University of Cape Coast, RMU, um, in Accra and also Durham University here in the UK, where I'm a, a visiting fellow. So um, the specific work modules that we're involved in, um, I don't think there's any need to go through that. They're quite generic. Um, but what I can say is that Equans and the user case come from it uh, gives us a very good insight into all of their supplier partnerships as is. So it, we propose to do an audit to get what's happening and then move forward. I think there's quite a lot of scope as we do this and as we look at the sustainability analysis to actually define that. And uh, dare I say it, I think there could be some collaborations that we can look at. Uh, again, for want of respecting the time, I won't detail that. How can we deliver this? We're saying uh, our strength is probably the user case, looking at those sustainability gaps and then moving uh, to identify the materials. If we talk uh, workwear, we're already looking at a number of scientific elements that uh, uh, I'm not gonna embarrass myself in front of the August throng, but we do have the scientists that I just haven't included on this sheet. Obviously the technical readiness, readiness levels that we're all recognizing, um, and I've just put down the phasing of how we propose to detail it. Technical performance, um, uh, design attributes. One of the things that comes out of the user case is um, um, the facilities management that they do is in, in the NHS, a lot of the work here in the UK. And so we're looking at design attributes, which really do qualify for some pretty rigorous standards. So that's what I mean by design attributes. Materials, I've already mentioned what we're hoping to do. Manufacturing, well, I think we're moving very strongly in there. And so the testing criteria, um, I had mentioned earlier that we've got Spheric Sage who do the um, carbon footprint measurement for Equans, and we hope to work with them on this as well. So oh, aprons and oversleeves, we're moving on. Gloves, we're also in position. 
and hairnets and beard the same. So this is what we're hoping to do, user case. Uh, I've emphasized this in a very generic way, uh, thinking it was better to hold back on the science because that's the bit that's going to go into the proposal, um, if, uh, if you're wondering. And so this is what we're hoping to do and map forward. Um, we're looking at the single-use plastic because of the fact that uh, um, the companies I've mentioned have the exact same problem. And an interesting point on mulch, one of the things I would like to uh, talk with um, the others who've already presented is that this self-same company has huge quantities of throwaway, which is going to landfill. And so what we are interested in is working and collaborating and hopefully within the fresh packed family that's emerging to do that. So I think at that point, uh, the summary and the framework that we're talking about, I've mentioned, and that's the wrap up. I hope I've come in at a reasonable time um, and yeah. the humility for all, all others who have led on the science. Uh, I, sorry about that, but I, I didn't include that because that's in the document. Um, so there we are. Brilliant, Robert, thank you. Can you just stop your screen share? And uh, can, if I can find it, hang on. <laughs> and uh, and and the re the reason why we had our technical issue was that that was a uh, that was all uh, a ploy to get you to come on live because we thought you would be better live than 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 a pre-record if you if you if you believe me. But I think every everyone where we've been very privileged today in the last hour um, is to have uh, these presentations that not only cover um, the elements of of uh, packaging of of fruits and and uh, other fresh fresh produce but workwear robert workwear is such a, a huge uh, byproduct of the of the food system isn't it uh, uh, the, the the stats in ghana are amazing that so uh, collectively i think it, and dental will help me on this in ghana alone which is only a population of 22 million in, in west africa they're producing in excess of um, 1 million tons of of um, of plastic waste from the food sector, and only five percent of that is um, uh, is recycled, and that's Ghana, only twenty two million. As we said um, earlier with Dr. Mayer, the ten fastest growing cities in the in the world are, are in Africa, let alone the rest of the of, of the states and uh, Europe and, uh, um, and and Asia. So, so, so Robert, with the with the work that you've done, I'm going to ask the question that uh, we have of everyone else. You're excited? Oh gosh, um, one of the things that excites me is that um, we've just done a year with Project Kenton, which is all about post-harvest losses, which means uh, that we've been doing um, value stream mapping literally from the field to the fork and looking at all of the elements that are involved. And one of the big issues, of course, is packaging. And I don't mean packaging that you see just on the shelf. I mean packaging through the whole process, even down to the standardization of sizes, all of that stuff. And we've been looking upstream and downstream in that particular project. And downstream, we walk into a, a supermarket, we do whatever in that regard, and um, you suddenly see all this plastic. Uh, you know, I stayed at a hotel near Tema, and uh, I had a fantastic view of the ocean, and I went down for a swim, and I could have probably decided to uh, just sweep up a little bit of the plastic and go out and do some, um, do some surfing. It was that bad. A uh, beautiful ho hotel, but terrible on plastic. So that really piqued my interest. And I think on workwear, the situation across Africa, as um, the food industry wishes to compete, is, is very acute. And, I, and, and I'll tell you for why I'm really interested is that Ghana 
um, has this wonderful fecund um, ability to grow almost anything. Yeah. But if you look at the figures, the imports of um, basic vegetables and uh, fruits is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, onions from Niger, tomatoes from Burkina Faso, a disaster. So what we hope is that food market will grow domestically closer to the big cities and not just the rural because you can't attract young people into this industry because they think it's this low-tech rural traditional industry and so in a sense this is also um showing and i think all of the other presentations have done it far better than i have this is an exciting industry to be around yeah. and youth hasn't quite got that message remarkably they might have the message don't get into fast fashion, buy something in the wardrobe that will last. But yeah. being in that industry isn't something they're in. So I'm, I'm ecstatic is the word I would use. Fantastic. <laughs> Denzel, do you want to just come back in? And Robert, with, uh, with Blue Skies, we just must uh, quickly mention the, uh, the Blue Skies uh, school farm project that uh, um, they, they created this, this project a number of years ago because they were uh, uh, very worried about the urbanization that was, was uh, happening. Um, and so they created the Farm School Project and uh, all the main schools in the in the area around Blue Skies and Ghana, uh, they all get presented uh, tools, seed, fertilizer, and there's a competition to grow the best uh, veg. And I think it was 18 months ago, uh, Denzel, you, you and I hosted um, the School Farm Awards from the, from the UK. And, and, and Robert, the, some, some of these kids out there, they were coming out with um, Excel spreadsheets showing the profit and loss of the cucumbers that they were growing. So there was me, me thinking, oh, this is just going to be fairly basic. But actually, they got it. And they, they were so excited about it. And as uh, Denzel will say, that uh, the, the likes of the, full scum, full, the School Farms Project, it encourages more uh, kids to, to, to come into school so the um, attendance rates are better and even teachers are now uh, growing because they've got the bug bug themselves so it's just moving away from that urbanization so, so Denzel and again I know you've got to be uh, neutral but yet another stellar stellar presentation from Robert yeah no absolutely a, a, a great presentation um, and uh, I, I think uh, um, you know, really interesting sort of looking at the the, the angle around sort of supply chain the user case, uh, I think, is important to the economic model um, is important to look at. And I, I think uh, where, where, where we're talking about um, something that can be adopted in another industry. Uh, I, I know sort of uh, the, the healthcare industry was, was, was talked about, which is uh, which, which is very important. Uh, and also that openness to collaboration, which is uh, obviously something we're, we're, we're very keen on too. So, um, um, so, so yeah, very, very, very and, interesting. And, 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 and Denzel and Ebenezer, Ebenezer, come on in if you're if you're available. I think what is uh, also great is what Robert has stated, and I think that you you sort of envisaged but didn't know what's going to happen. This fresh pack community, this fresh pack family that you're creating of of collaboration. Ebenezer, would you agree? Um, yes, certainly, Max. I think there is, uh, as, as Robert has um, very uh, astutely observed, uh, you know, there is this family of uh, collaborative entities that is uh, sort of growing out of what we're doing uh, in Fresh Pact. Um, and uh, that's good to see because the, the intention is to foster collaboration amongst uh, a great many other things. Um, so, yeah, I agree entirely. Robert. Yeah, may, may I just say that um, back to the science for a second, which I clearly didn't uh, elaborate on. There's a couple of reasons. But one of the issues that we were having is that let's say we um, get the user case. Let's say we define the needs. 
let's say that we get into um, Ghana and find um, a local manufacturing unit. And indeed we have somebody who's been working on ethical apparel Africa, that's Adjo Asare, who's the person who's gonna work with me very closely. Let's say all of that. But the problem is that in Ghana, the actual production of a, a lot of this, um, a lot of the materials that we really need is elusive. So for example, um, Adjo was in Ethiopia last week. We've done some work with coffee in Ethiopia, so I'm familiar with that. Um, you know, the reality is that in a sense, there's all of what has been said, but then in terms of investment, there may well be another element to this, which is um, promoting the growing of the raw material in quantities that can actually then satisfy what we're trying to achieve within Ghana. Because in a sense, some of the work that we've been looking at on apparel may in the first phase require the importation of material, which can then be worked on in Ghana, um, yeah. which wasn't necessarily the way we were looking. So our delay on the science was actually looking specifically at sourcing everything within Ghana. Um, yeah. which probably I've misled myself on a little bit. But nonetheless, it did release uh, a set of questions for us um, in terms of, my gosh, the opportunity to grow cotton, for example, is enormous. Yeah. And at the moment, um, it's the French-speaking Africans that um, are doing a better job. You know, Côte d'Ivoire, uh, Burkina Faso, all yeah. of those are doing a hell of a better job in terms of cotton growing and then if we go to uh, silk and then if we go to all of the other ones um as with onions as with tomatoes ghana has such an enormous opportunity to substitute its own imports yep yep and that's the problem that we were were struggling with because we couldn't get the material solution within ghana easily yep. so that's another story but i well, sorry well to done, interrupt that Robert, th th thank you. Um, Denzel, housekeeping point, we've over overrun as normal. Um, do, do you want to bring everyone in, uh, Denzel, for a quick five-minute five Q&A, and then, then we wrap up? Yeah, fantastic. That'd be great if, if everyone's uh, willing to. Em um, Emma, John, Dr. May, if you, if you could just, just uh, come come back in, that, that'd be f fantastic. Um, John, what, what's your takeaway from the other presentations that you've seen, please? Um, you know, there's one key word for me that really, really sticks out, and that is collaboration. Yeah. Um, there's so many similarities between the different um, projects and so many um, overlaps. And um, I know for like Gaia, for example, has already made a lot of headway in a lot of these, a lot of these projects. And if we can share the collaboration and we can work together on this, um, I think to me, that is is a win-win situation with everyone. Instead of trying to reinvent the wheel, I mean, for example, on the mulch, I know um, Gaia's got a solution, and I know the CSR R is working on a solution. And if we can run them all in tandem, as opposed to reinventing the yeah. wheel, I think we'll we'll actually get to a solution a lot quicker than having to, at the end of the year, find out well we need to rework it or readjust it or think yeah. but to run them all in tandem i think 
to me, that's yeah. a win-win situation. And John, John, I completely agree with you. Uh, my, my father, who's, who's retired, he was a, a bi biochemist, and he did 30, 35 years of um, research on, on cancer. And he got so frustrated going to various conferences uh, globally that he would find there was another him in Kenya or America doing exactly the same thing, and they weren't allowed to collaborate. And you would hope now that... Uh, um, in this in this age, and, and especially everything that we've been through over the last two three years, we need to see that collaboration. So Emma, on on the basis that uh, if we if we jump for the stars, we might touch the ceiling. But come on, let's challenge ourselves, Emma, with with everything that you've seen in your experience and and Fresh Pact. What what more what what more can we do using Fresh Pact? Do you think to to really touch the stars rather than just touch rather than just brushing the ceiling? Now I think it's very important, and I also think that I came out of this presentation's importance of uh, not having just a solution, but then implementing locally and encourage uh, local manufacturing, local production, local end of use systems. Um, it's one thing sitting um, in, in Cape Town as I do with a solution, but we actually need to encourage local manufacturing. And I think that's what I can pick up mostly and to collaborate in that. And I think that all of the presentations today had fantastic solutions and when we can learn from each other and we can collaborate um, and to then bring all of those knowledge to Ghana would be amazing. Yeah, Emma, well done. Within the UK, 60% of our uh, GDP um, is, is generated by small businesses. Um, and we always sometimes look, look at the big, bigger, bigger businesses because they're, they're always in the, in the head, headlights. Um, but actually, if we can look to create the technology collectively and smaller businesses, wherever they are globally, deploy that, that technology and they can create businesses and employ people, that's going to be uh, very exciting. Ebenezer, what do you think? Yes, Max, I think that is, uh, you know, absolutely right. Um, and, and, and I'm glad that thread of collaboration is, is, is coming out, um, you know, of, 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 of this showcase, uh, you know, this, this showcase webinar. And I agree with Emma's point as well. We've got to build local capacity, uh, you know, for, uh, you know, for manufacturing, but also um, beyond manufacturing, we've also got to build, help build local capacity for some of the things that Robert was talking about. Um, and uh, that's why within Fresh Pact, uh, as you recall, Max, when we, um, we visited Ghana, we had a roundtable stakeholder event um, where we're trying to engage local policymakers um, uh, uh, to try and sort of put some of these issues on their uh, radars, uh, in, you know, in terms of local policies that need to be put in place um, to uh, help encourage local manufacturing, to help encourage local production um, of source items, etc. Um, so I think it's it's. Uh, it's a big challenge, but uh, we're on the right track. Um, and I think we're going to end up with something fantastic uh, very soon. Okay, well, just from my, my perspective, having been involved with this from the start on a, on a media perspective, it's just building. It's, this is so, so exciting. And, and the, the lines of Fresh Pack, define the problem, discover the solution, change the world. It's like Rob Robert said uh, in his pres presentation, what's the problem we're trying to solve? And there's so many aspects to this, whether it be uh, workwear, whether it be plastic packaging, uh, whether it be employment. Denzel, do you want to wrap up for us? Just, just call cautious of the of the time. This is this has been hugely enlightening from uh, from my perspective, and as, as per the feedback that I'm getting online. Denzel, over to you. Yeah, no, I mean, I'd just like to thank all the presenters today uh, and for everyone who's taken part. It, it, it's been really good to see um, you know, some of these ideas 
brought to life in these presentations uh, and giving us a sense of the kind of solutions that are going to be uh, submitted. So very grateful to uh, uh, everyone. And, and I hope and you know, ultimately, I, I hope this this helps to perhaps create a few linkages, whether it's among the, the the panel members and those who presented, or among those who are in the audience watching on the various channels that I know this is going out in. Uh, and I just obviously would encourage people to please get in touch you know, if you want more information, if you want us to put you in touch um, with any of uh, the people presenting today, um, that, then then do get in touch and 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 you know, I, I can facilitate that uh, that 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 uh, that contact but yeah no re really great to see it's it, it's inspiring it's exciting and uh yeah uh, can't wait to see how we can start testing some of these ideas Ebenezer, door to wrap up uh, um, on on the on the back of the, the of your university please and your colleagues yes so uh obviously uh, uh to, to echo Simon's comments uh on behalf of us at the university of Northampton, who are the coordinating research and project management partners for fresh fact um We'd like to thank everybody for coming and uh, thank you for these wonderful, uh, you know, presentations. Uh, let, let's keep the momentum, let's keep the collaboration. And um, yeah, let's uh, look forward to doing something fantastic with these solutions um, as we move forward to uh, obviously uh, testing some of them. Ebenezer, well done, thank you. So thank you, John, Robert, Emma, Dr. Mayer, Denzel, Ebenezer, Fresh Pact, find the problem, discover the solution, change the world. We're only, feels like only a few months, in, probably a year into this, uh, it's not a project now, as uh, as Robert intimated, it is now a family, it is a community that is going to change the world. Everyone, thank you very much for your time. Have a great weekend, especially if you're in Cape Town uh, and not rain, rainy Britain. And uh, we'll see you again very, very shortly. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye.